Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this is Matt Sheridan, part of DuckCrete's product marketing, and I'm here with Scott Fitzgerald, DuckCrete CMO. Welcome, Scott. Hey, Matt. How you doing today? Great. Great. Good. Happy Friday. Yeah, I know. It's always always good to do something Friday afternoon. So right. A lot of energy. Good. So, so Scott, uh, the reason we're getting together is uh, you went to a recent summit, the McKinsey Insurance Technology Modernization Summit. And you had a lot of good takeaways from there. And as we were talking about them, we said, let's capture this in a podcast. So uh, that's what we're doing. Yes. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a really neat meeting. It was this past Wednesday. I think there was probably 100 people from across insurance on it, a lot of CIOs. Um, and, you know, they had a pretty full agenda. I think it was six or seven different uh, folks with perspectives ranging across uh, insurance technology. But it, it was uh, we, I, I was lucky enough to get to participate along with Bob Doss, the CIO of Munich Re Specialty. So it's a really neat time, and um, I learned a lot. And it was all also obviously super fun to hear uh, Munich Re tell their story because they're a Duck Creek customer. Really proud of that. So awesome, awesome. Well, before we dive into uh, the Munich Re story, yep. what uh, why did McKinsey convene this summit? What was the the theme they were going after? So I, you know they've. You know, the the formal theme was that they're looking to help carriers who are trying to figure out how to modernize their technology by embracing SaaS and cloud and agile DevOps, et cetera, because there's this belief it'll unlock significant business value. In, in the invite they sent out, they talked about how, you know, in spite of these great ideas and all this great available technology, a lot of carriers are still struggling with this. And so they wanted to convene a panel of folks who could share best practices. Um what I will say I heard as a theme that came across was, you know, there is absolutely um, across every single presenter, it was it was deemed as a truth that it is critical to get to a flexible cloud-based platform for how you run uh, the insurance uh, business and, and core systems in particular. And it was really interesting because, I mean, there was literally the largest carrier in the world in Allianz was on the session, as well as some startups and everybody in between. And everyone had the same basic perspective, which is you got to be configurable. Uh, flexibility is key to the future, which, you know, the ability to make change, the ability to pivot and being, you know, really running your business on the cloud with open systems was key. So it was it was great, obviously, for us to hear that because. We're all about sure. all those things. But, Absolutely, um, yeah. You know, it definitely was the the vibe out there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely exciting when you hear your message reflected yeah. back at you. So that's always fun. Right. Uh, okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Munich Re. So yeah. Munich Re Specialty Insurance. Uh, they are associated with Munich Re Group, mm-hmm. and uh, Munich Re Specialty delivers insurance products and services here in North America. And uh, they gave a presentation as well. Maybe you can just start off talking a little bit about who gave the presentation and then sure. uh, maybe some of the strategy. So Bob Doss is the CIO of Munich Re Specialty. Uh, he's a really neat guy. He's had a lot of experience in the industry. Um, I think as we introduced him, we talked about him being maybe the only CIO in the world in insurance who has actually successfully d- delivered two core system projects as SaaS already. So he... He was involved with three insurance, which was the is the small business direct small business um, uh, initiative from Berkshire Hathaway, which is a very cool startup in its own right. 
And then uh, he's been the CIO and is the CIO here at Munich Re Specialty and, and delivered this, uh, this core system project as well. Um, but he, he got on and talked about, you know, I would say the message overall was how they've operated at speed at Munich Re Specialty. And I mean, this is an organization who was even conceived of at the end of 2018 they initiated their core system project in September of 2019, and by early December, they had launched with their first product. So this was a wow. less than 90-day project from initiation of the project through to having a product live on the system. And so he shared a lot of best practices around how they were able to achieve that, because obviously that is a, you know, we think it's a record or, you know, Bob and I decided to say it was, and we said we we're welcoming anyone who, who thinks otherwise. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, that's, that's extremely fast. And I look forward to somebody beating that record. So right, they can certainly go. bring that forward. Yeah. Uh, so any, any, you mentioned a couple of things there, any, just backing up any particular strategies they were following that, uh, that came across. You know, it's interesting because I, you know, I haven't met a core system project where, it doesn't start with the intent of, hey, we want to stay out of the box. We, we don't we just want to configure. We don't want to do customizations that are going to impact um, impact or slow us down. But they they employed some agile practices that really helped make sure that happened. So, you know, this wasn't a project where one team would write requirements and then they throw it over the wall to another they had everybody in the room and, and they, you know, that team included some Duck Creek people in the room, but they had everyone in the room from the business, from IT, from their key vendors, uh, making decisions and making decisions in real time. He, he shared an interesting tidbit about how they had a rule during the project that no question remain unanswered for more than 24 hours. And they just, they'd make decisions and move. And, you know, a lot of honest, direct feedback, certainly no room for sugarcoating, but, you know, they had their business in the room with them. Um, and and I think that really is the key that enabled them to keep up. So that was one of the big, big things um, that that made a difference in, in the way they were able to adopt the technology, right? And they've also, they've adopted this other mentality around there's no gold plating was a term he used, which, you know, I wasn't even familiar with that term. But what he's really talking about is nothing's ever really done. Um, so yes, there are, you know, there's complete for now, but nothing should get sealed over in a way where you can't change it later. So adopting that mentality of we're going to make decisions fast. We're going to have everyone in the room making the decisions. And then we're not going to make any decision in a way where we can't go back and in the future, learn something new and iterate on it. Um, I think that freed the team to be able to move really quickly, make decisions and go and, and, it's really the only way you get through a project of this size in 90 days. Because we're talking about policy systems, claim systems, all everything you need to run a, a now growing very fast uh, specialty insurer. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. And uh, definitely some lessons learned there. I like the not leaving a question open for more than 24 hours. I mean, that that's a challenge right there. It sounds like they took that one on and, and did yeah. it really well. So, yeah. And then also having the business in the room. I know that uh, separating sometimes IT and business can lead to just questions that, uh, that again, go past that 24 hours. So yep. a, a good approach there, no doubt. Um, so 
We are really excited about uh, what Munich Re Specialty is doing. I mean, on Duck Creek, you mentioned policy, billing, claims, and our Insight product. And they went from uh, zero to uh, to live in 90 days. So yep. can't argue with that. Yep. Great, great story. And it was also really nice that they brought it forward in this uh, McKinsey Summit. So yep. any, uh, any final thoughts there, Scott? Yeah, there were a couple other things that Bob mentioned that I thought were important. Because, you know, as much as that initial go live is what's important, that's not really what's going to determine their success in the long run. What determines their success in the long run and that they've really, I think, built well for is the ability to continue to iterate. Um, so he talked a lot about how important design is, particularly around product hierarchy and you know, setting up the product hierarchy the right way, knowing how you're setting up versioning, um, which you know, gets into some of the technical details of how they're capturing things inside manuscript. Um, and some of the things inside the Duck Creek platform. Um, and he talked a lot about the importance of setting up against templates really wisely. So, you know, they're, if they're doing some ISO products, some admitted products, that they do that in a way where they can make logical change in the future, you know, have inheritance work with them, not against them. Um, so I thought that was really an important set of lessons because in as much as they were looking to move fast, it was really important for them that they took the time to think about design um, and design of their product hierarchy. Mm. Um, and so that's an example of that diligence was an area where they moved a little slower there truly than on the rest of the project. But that's an area where they know they got to live with that product hierarchy for, you know, forever. And so getting that right up front is really important. Um, and then, you know, the other thing that, um, you know, he kept talking about how important, you know, the, the, the case for agile process governance is and, and that the governance has to um, avoid, uh, he had a funny quote, spinning candy canes and climbing apes uh, requests that come in. But what, what he's really talking about is anything that feels like it's unique to Munich specialty or unique to the folks on the team, hold the line on that scope, hold the line on sticking to out of the box, you can always iterate later and add in those special requests like the spinning candy canes, but to get the minimum Bob product out, avoid those kinds of requests. And, and ultimately, you know, they, the other thing that I thought was really important, they really thought of data as the key enabler of this and the reporting and analytics had to be in the design from the beginning and that's what's enabling them to now make iterations and make changes. So they're already talking about, they're only a few months live, and they're already making changes based on what the data is telling them because they, they laid the data and reporting and analytics in as a day one deliverable alongside the products. So now they're not waiting six months or a year to figure out what's working or what's not and make changes. They're learning as they go. And because of the flexibility of the platform, but as importantly, because of the way they're, they have governance going, they're able to take that data, learn what they've what they're finding is working and not working in with real feedback from real agents in the market doing real policies, and make the changes. Um, so that they're, they're in a really great spot, not just because they went quickly up front, but now they're in this you know they've got this culture of regular test and learn. Look at the data. What can we learn? What's the next sprint going to change? How can we introduce new products? How can we iterate on products that we've already laid out and, and introduce those? So uh, that was really, you know, 
that's really the payoff, right? Because, yeah, live in 90 days or live in 180 days, those are great numbers. But what's more important is how can they do the iteration to continue to introduce new products and change the ones that are in flight so they can continue to grow. So I was impressed with uh, with the story that Bob told. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, great, great summary of not only the uh, strategy, but also how they executed the project. And then, as you talked about, how they've set themselves up for the future. Right. And, uh, you know, for those out there listening, if uh, if you're interested in uh, how they're working with Duck Creek to make some of those things happen, we'll have to talk to you more about our uh, inheritance models for products and how we can uh, build in confident change so you can do some of the things that uh, Munich Respecialty is doing here. Exactly. Uh, any closing thoughts, Scott? No, I mean, I just think, you know, it was nice of McKinsey to include Duck Creek. Um, you know, we definitely see a lot of change happening in the market. You know, there's clearly we've moved away from this question of is it SaaS or cloud or, or should I still stay on premise? I mean, even the largest carrier in Allianz who was talking about how they're building their own system they were still talking about how can we build our system and turn it into a SaaS solution, and they're even trying to potentially enter the core systems market with a subsidiary. So, you know, it was clear the message from everyone on that uh, panel, as well as McKinsey themselves, was, you know, SaaS and cloud are clearly the way to deliver these kinds of projects and products, and it's a matter of how do you get there as fast as you can, um, and those that those that don't really stand the risk of falling behind. So obviously we feel good about that at Duck Creek and we believe that strongly. Um, it's why we're trying to help lead the way to, with our customers and you know, proud to work with folks like Munich Re Specialty who are leading the way to SaaS and really showing what's possible. So it was a fun time. Um, thanks to McKinsey and more importantly, thanks to Bob Doss from Munich Re Specialty for speaking um, about their project and a little bit on Duck Creek's behalf. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, this was a good conversation. Uh, again, thank you, Scott. Scott uh, Fitzgerald, CMO of Duck Creek. And uh, again, this is Matt Sheridan, part of uh, Duck Creek Product Marketing. want to wish everybody a good day and uh, have a good weekend. All right. Thanks, Matt. All right. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it.